Combo Nation. We're here, man. We are here. Let's get it. What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 245. You heard that right. Episode 245 of Combo's Court. And I am Combo. Combo Nation, man. Get this done for me. Get this done for me. I would greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button. I'll say it again. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button. But in today's show was originally recorded on the MVP podcast with Max Van Auken. Always great talking basketball with Max. On this episode, we discussed the upcoming 2021 NBA All-Star Game and some of the topics around it. We also have a 2021 NBA All-Star Game Draft. Team Max and Team Combo. Can't wait for you to hear this one. You know you can find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Make sure you go subscribe to the MVP podcast with Max Van Auken. Max's intro coming up and then right into the episode. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Max Van Auken podcast. I am your host, Max Van Auken. I appreciate you guys tuning in very quickly. Please download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast platform. That could be Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, however you get podcasts. But also my YouTube channel, Max Van Auken. That's V-A-N space A-U-K-E-N. Because I know a lot of people like to see the interviews, see the people. I know I do. So I upload all my interviews to my YouTube channel, Max Van Auken. I'm also on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, Max Van Auken. You can reach out to me, see my content. I post pretty much everything on there. Um, social media is everything these days, right? But on in this installment, I am joined by my good friend and colleague, host of Combos Court, Andrew Combo Salop. It's always a great time to have him on. Talk all things basketball. But this episode, we talk all things about the All-Star Game. Who got selected, who didn't get selected, um, some players who deserve their flowers, how do we actually feel about the All-Star Game? Because it seems like a lot of players aren't happy to participate in this year because they were told that they weren't going to have it. So we kind of talk about that situation. But also, we love to do drafts. So we're drafting our, our All-Star teams. Um, he gets first pick, I get second pick, and we alternate and we get our teams together. So please check out my guy Combo. He's big on his podcast, his Instagram, his Twitter. Please download, rate, and subscribe. Without further ado, Andrew Combo Salad. Boom! And we are live. I am joined by my good friend, Andrew Combo Salop. How are you doing? Doing well, man. How are you feeling today, Max? I'm doing great. I'm doing phenomenal. It's another day. All-Star Reserves got announced. All-Star, well, we already knew about the starters, but the Reserves got announced, so now everyone can kind of react and see who mm-hmm. deserved it, who didn't deserve it. And I'm like, you know, it's the absolute perfect timing to text you last minute and see if you wanted to chop it up. So, and you did. Max, whenever you need me on the show, I'm here, man. It's always great talking basketball with Max Van Alken. I want to get into this with you. The All-Star game is in Atlanta. Before we even get into the format, who got picked, a lot of players were not happy about the All-Star game. Before, I felt like this was an escape. It almost felt like a vacation for players. You kind of get to relax. It's a halfway marker. Then you transition to the later half of the season where things get really serious and buttoned up. But this was kind of everyone to get together, have fun. Celebrities come out. Obviously, COVID happens. The pandemic happens. Everything's different. 
Um, and I think they were told that they were not going to have this all-star game. And I think that's originally why most of the players were upset that they have to play because they were told they were not going to have to play. Do you, how do you feel about that decision? Like, do you understand the player's frustration? Why do you think, did the NBA do it for financial reasons? What is your whole point of view on that? Well, the NBA did it for financial reasons, but I like it because I want to see Zach Levine and Julius Randle and Jalen Brown and everybody who never got to play in this game before get to, you know, show their skills on this platform, you know? I think a lot of these guys worked hard to get here, and now they're going to get the chance to play. So I, I like it, man. I like it. Um, you know, you could tell these guys worked hard, man. Like, I know you take YouTube and Instagram with a grain of salt, but you always see Zach Levine in the gym working hard. Yeah. We know Julius Randle worked hard. You saw We saw he got in shape, and he changed his whole mindset, kind of. You know, he's a more willing passer now. He's more efficient shooter. Uh, he could always shoot it, but he's even a more efficient shooter now. I mean, yeah, I just want to see these guys that never had the opportunity before to really get to play in this game. You know, I've been talking about Zach Levine for a long time now. And, uh, you know, I was sending a few messages out, you know, saying, we're here, man. Zach Levine's an all-star. I was trying to tell, you know, I was I was sending in some messages out. But, yeah, it, it's good, man. It's good to see these guys play their first game. But, you know, I understand it from, like, LeBron's point of view. You know, he didn't get much rest after the bubble. And uh, now he's here. After I think he's leading the league in minutes, if I'm not mistaken, in his 18th season. And now he's here having to play an all-star game. I wouldn't be mad at him if he stays home. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Because I think he's the guy that's going to show up. You know, he's the go-to-work guy, you know. When there's work, he's going to go. But I understand his point of view. But I'm happy there's an all-star game. So those first-time all-stars get a chance to showcase their talents, Max. A couple things. Well, first, shout-out to Rashad for the positional dictionary because – Julius Randle, to your point, has taken a, like a leap in his career, and Rashad would break it down as the dual forward position. And then I also wanted to say you, Pierre, and myself have been pretty high on Zach Levine for some time. And I really became a fan of Zach Levine when I, I interviewed him. And it's like some people you can just tell are good people. And I'm not trying to say there's like, this guy's a bad guy. This guy. He was just a really good person. Like He was extremely kind. Um, you could just tell his presence in the locker room. He was a good dude. And obviously he shows up on the court. So ever since then, I'm like, okay, I, I really I really like Zach. And he doesn't really get the credit that he deserves. And I think a lot of it is just because team success and being Chicago. But I just checked now. They are the eighth seed. So he will hopefully have a chance to be in the postseason. A lot can change. but Or at least the play-ins. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then with LeBron, um, I compared him to AC. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but I just said, like, when AC goes out, it's the first thing you notice. Like, when LeBron plays bad, it's just it's the first thing we talk about, but we take it for granted every time you step in the house and you feel that essential air. But with Braun, it's like he's in such a unique position because it's like Jordan. It's like he couldn't – even if he didn't want to show up to the All-Star game, it just means so much more. His decisions have so much more weight to it because of who he is. So it's like even if he didn't want to go to the All-Star game, it's almost like not that he has to do it, but, like, his decisions have so much – more weight and gravity than if, uh, I don't know, I'm just using this as an example, if um, a Kawhi, well, even Kawhi is a big name, but even if Kawhi or Jalen Brown decided not to go, it's a little different if LeBron decided not to go, right? No, most definitely, most definitely. Um, you know, LeBron's been in the league for 18 years. I understand it. You know, as I said before, he's leading the league in minutes. Which is crazy. From what I understand, yeah, which is kind of crazy. And I think they even went up recently. 
But, you know, I think he'll show up. But, you know, I understand where he's coming from. I'm gonna, that's, but my biggest thing is just seeing these first-time guys getting that chance to play. Right. I think it's going to be – and I think these guys are going to be playing hard, man. You know, some of these first-time guys, they're going to probably try I – I wouldn't be surprised if Zach Levine tries to go for, you know, all-star game MVP. He seems like that type of guy for me. Yeah, he you is. Know? Yeah, he, he He's going to – he doesn't – on especially on offense, and his defense has been improved, he doesn't take plays off, you no. know. He goes for his, so. And he's already Maybe. a flashy player, obviously, jumping out of the gym, his dunks, he's explosive. It's crazy. You know, you say that. He jumps. It's true. He jumps out of the gym. He's a super athlete. But when I think of Zach Levine now, I used to think of athlete first, and now I think of skill first. Yeah. You know, he's very skillful. He is. He's, a, he's, a, he's probably one of the better athletes in the league, but he might be one of the more skilled guys as well, could score on three levels, really nice finisher, um, improved passer, efficient. You know, he's really skilled. Like, he's just tough. You remember in the Rising Star, I forget how many years ago it was, the Rising Stars Challenge, uh, where they played, like, the best young players, and usually it's, like, World versus USA. Um, and he was in it. And I remember when he was in it, they talked about, man, the, the sky is the limit for this kid because he's so athletic, and if he gets that skill, it's just game over. And it's like, to your point, now he has both, and that's why he's an all-star, and he's competing in the all-star game. Do you like the format of having, I think they're having what, the three point contest at the halftime and one, like, what is it? The dunk is at half and the three point is pregame. I don't think it's divided into two days. Well, I think they're just getting as much done in one day as they can, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's circumstance, but I, I don't mind it. I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, we get to see everything we want to see in a short amount of time. Isn't that what the, you know, 2021 is all about where we're at in the world right now when it comes to technology? Yeah. Just get, you know, time efficiency, getting things done. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind it, Max. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, the three-point you know, contest uh, is my favorite. We got to adapt. We have, As you always talk about, you know, 2020 was about adaptability. 2021 is about adaptability. Um, obviously, it's been a tumultuous year, but, mm. you know, it has been about adaptability as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, before we, Again, before we get into the actual players, Zion, well, I guess we'll get into it. Zion Williamson is officially an all-star. What, his second year in the league? Um, which is pretty phenomenal. 25 points per game, shooting, what, above 60% from the field. Most points averaged in the paint. Um, I know the expectations. I always say expectations are everything, and it's like I hate it when people say, uh, oh, the next LeBron and next this. It's like you're setting them up for failure. But considering, like, if you actually had realistic expectations for Zion, he's living up to everything thus far, right? Yeah, I would say so, man. And, uh, I like how Stan Van has changed his role recently, uh, making him more of that, as Rashad would say, I think it's more of like a dual forward role. He's like initiating offense. He has the ball in his hands a lot. And I think that's where we could really see Zion at his best. But yeah, man, on the offensive side of the ball, he's just unstoppable with that combination of size and athleticism and that, that quick first step that he has, you know, I think that's what really changes, you know, what changes the game for him to be that big and to have that quick of a first step is just crazy. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that before. Um, and he's a great finisher around the rim, not only with dunks, but with, you know, with his layup package. Yeah. Soft uh, touch. And yeah, you know, he's a guy that is going to always get to the line. He could probably improve that free throw percentage a little bit, but he's unstoppable, man. That guy's unstoppable on offense. Uh, defense is, is an issue with him right now, but yeah. you know, we're going to have to see how that will improve, but 
man, all fan, but he's an all-star man. It's, it's just, it's incredible to watch. And I'd say, yeah, he, he has lived up to, you know, my expectations of him. And I think he'll continue to get better. Yeah. And I was, I don't out, I tell people don't outthink the room. Like when we saw him at Duke, like this guy is going to be good. And I know a lot where we start to do this more now where you see like that number one prospect out of college. And it's like, okay, well he doesn't do this well, or he doesn't do this well. There's very, very, very rarely, if ever, is the number one pick, no matter how good he is, going to be flawless. No player is flawless. And of course, they're going there's to no get perfect, better all the time. There's no perfect player. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I knew it just was going to work. Of course, the health was like the biggest concern, but it wasn't if he can actually produce on the court. Do you think with Zion, why isn't his stats resulting in more wins? Is that coaching? Is it team? Is it fit? Because he has the stats why is that not translating to more wins for the Pelicans? Yeah, I think they'll get better throughout the season when they start figuring things out. I think Zion is such a unique talent. It takes time to figure out how you're going to use him right. in a system. And on top of that, I don't think the roster construction is great to be built around Brandon and Zion because the spacing just isn't there with what they have around them. Right. I think they need more shooting. But... um yeah, I think they will improve after this all-star break when they start to figure things out. But the roster construction is not ideal to build around Zion and Brandon. I actually think B.I. could probably even be better on in a different situation if there's just more spacing around him. And the same for Zion. I think they could even have more gaudy stats in a different situation. I agree. Uh, let's dive into the all-star game combo. My Okay, my biggest snubs is Trey Young and Devin Booker. But Richard Jefferson brought up a great point. He's like, okay. You guys say this person should have made it. This person should have made it. Hundred percent. Who are you replacing? I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Right? Who are yeah, you I know replacing? What you're say. Yeah. Who are you replacing? That's, yeah. That's. I love that take because everybody has all this energy. Like you have all this energy about you know players that are snubbed, but you're not going. You're not putting that energy in your tweets and your your narrative on who should be replaced. Exactly. You know what I mean. So like anybody can have all that energy, and uh, this is not against anybody who got snubbed because there's some great players that did get snubbed, but tell me who you're going to replace. Yeah. Cause I look at this list combo and I'm like, okay, LeBron, Durant, Giannis, Beal, Steph, Luca, Embiid, Jokic, Kawhi, Jalen Brown deserved it. Anthony Davis is obviously going to be replaced cause he's injured. So I think they, I don't know if it's official, but D book may be in that place. D book will get in, you know, and he deserves to be an all-star, but you know, um, but I look at this list because you have to have an X amount of bigs, right? So you can't just say, oh, Rudy Gobert's not better than Devin Booker. Well, there has to be an X amount for each position. So it's like you look at this list. They might go They might go positionless eventually. Yeah, which I think would make a lot of sense. But at the same time, guards are obviously more popular than the bigs. So there's going to be bigs that deserve it, that play a pivotal role for their team, who then won't get the nod. But to Richard Jefferson's point and to what you're saying, who do you replace? And so like originally I was like, how do you not put Trey Young in there? which I still do, I think he should be in there, and Devin Booker. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, who do you replace? Because Donovan do Mitchell you, deserves it. Who do, you, who do you replace for Trey? And I, Okay, so I was looking at the list for Trey. Like, Levine deserves it. So, yeah. I, I, so I'm – No and, doubt. And he's higher based off their standings. So I can't even make that point. Where are they listing Ben and his Simmons? Team, and his, well, Atlanta has had injuries, but his team is not – is good probably. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The Bulls are the, the A. Roster. Yeah, the Bulls are the. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like in terms of what we thought would happen preseason. Right. You know. Now, do you list Ben Simmons as a forward or as a guard? Because if it's a guard, even though he's arguing, well, it, dep- it depends on what the NBA list is list him as. Because like PG was playing guard this whole season, but they had him listed as a forward. I think. 
Right. So like, it's not about what I list him as. It's about what the NBA has listed him yeah, as. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the NBA has actually listed him as because I know he's yeah. on the first team in the East, arguably defense player of the year. I'm a Ben Simmons guy, but Trey Young has been having a better statistical season than Ben Simmons. If you're going yeah, by his but, statistics, but not yeah. the success. But I would say Ben has had the better season in my opinion, because, you know, defensive player of the year race, right? He's right there. He could be one or two. His team is obviously, you know, the success of the Sixers, what they're doing right now. And just his effect on the game, when you really watch him play, I think it's just incredible, man. I think he's even underrated. Oh, I love Ben. Yeah, a lot of people aren't happy with him now because he doesn't shoot the three. Before people loved him, then they hated him. And now, yeah, now I think he's underappreciated. So I like Ben, but you think he's having a better season than Trey Young. Yes. Now, are you crediting that because of his impact or because they're the first seed in the East or a little bit of both? His positive impact on his team, which his team is doing great. Because he's having arguably the MVP How on his season. How do you feel about with, Trey's impact on his team this year? I like – I think when you look at the injuries – Not the stats, just, just the impact on his team. I like it. I, I do. Okay. And I do. I do. I think when you look at injuries and schedule, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but kind of taking everything into consideration – Ben Simmons does have arguably the MVP on his team. Trey Young is averaging 27 on and 9 on him with his Another team. thing about Ben Simmons, though, he has the MVP on his team, but he doesn't have a team that's built best for Ben Simmons. Trey Young has that. They that's, built that team around Trey Young. That's true. They, they didn't build this team around Ben. But with Seth this, Curry this, and Danny Green, that certainly helps him. What? With Seth Curry on the roster, Tobias oh, Harris yeah, and Danny no, Green, it's, that it's helps a lot, him. It's a lot better, but... If you want to have, if you want optimal Ben Simmons, you don't have a player like Joel with him. You would have a, a different kind of star with him. True. You know. Yeah, that's true. You would be more. You would be more in like the what what Giannis's situation is. Yeah. If you wanted optimal Ben Simmons, but you know Ben has obviously figured it out. He's moving more without the ball. He's obviously one of the best of best defenders and most versatile defenders in the league. He's having a tremendous impact on the game. And when you just watch the game, sometimes he's just the best player on the floor, especially when Joel is out. Like, it's apparent. Like, this guy's the best player on the floor. Like, remember that game versus the Jazz when he had 40-something? Like, yeah, career, yeah. And the guy who he's competing with for defensive player of the year, he's just going at him, you know? I love Ben. I liked him ever since yeah. Mount Verde. So I've been a Ben yeah. guy. It's just we're not seeing – No, no. To me, to me, Ben is having a better – is more deserving of an all-star appearance than Trey is, in my opinion. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's kind of hard. I, when you break it down I the like way Trey. you did, I'm I get it. it. And, and, you know, they've had their stuff off the court with Atlanta. So, you know, hasn't been hasn't been perfect for them over there. But uh, they just got to figure it out. But Trey, I mean, obviously, Trey's always going to get the stats. He's a tremendous talent. I just think Ben's having a better overall season. And it's it's hard to argue that when you're the first seed, and I think like, yeah exactly. And when you're buying into it, you have Doc Rivers, and I think him and Embiid kind of understand each other a little bit more. And I don't know if credit to that to Doc or just more self awareness, a little bit of both. So as a Simmons guy, I do understand where you're coming from. It's just like to what Richard Jefferson's saying. It is hard to say who do you replace, especially when you have to like yeah, okay, like, you're replacing like a with guard. The six, like with the sixes, I think like. And I even heard somebody say on TV today that Tobias should be over Ben, which I didn't agree with at no, all. No, 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 no. But you got to have Ben and, and Joel in there. I think that's non-negotiable. I think they're locks to me for the All-Star game. It's just Trey's averaging – and I know, I'm not even just – I've said there's three ways to break down the game. The eye test, which is to your point, the statistical test, and then the history of the game. And 
the eye test would say Ben, but the statistics would say Trey. And but then the history of the game is if you are a first seed, then typically yeah you're going to get the nod, uh, especially when if it's close. But I mean the guy's averaging twenty seven and nine. It's almost like when Bradley Beal was averaging thirty, and I know his team wasn't doing well, but the man was averaging thirty and wasn't an all star. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's more than scoring. I mean Ben is top two in the defensive player of the year race. You know his team is doing great. I just think it's a combination of all those things. I see what you did there. Combo combination. Yeah. Nice. You know I got yeah. bars. Max. Yeah, yeah. You have bars. You put a bow on that one. Um, yeah. Sabonis and D book. Is there one, either one of them? Do you feel, uh, I'm going to just put, put this on the record as well. I think Colin Sexton will be an all-star. I understand based off the conversation we just had, who do you replace them with? But with D book and Sabonis, is there any one of them that you feel, okay, he should have made it over the other, or you kind of understand when you're talking about what, wait, ask the question again. Sabonis not making the all-star game, Devin Booker not making the all-star game. Was there anyone in particular that you feel they should have replaced or you understand? No, I would love to see Booker in the all-star game. Sabonis is having a great season. But, you know, maybe you could say Vucevic, but Vucevic is putting up some, you know. Ridiculous numbers. Ridiculous. Ridiculous numbers. So it's hard, you know. Um, I would like to see Booker in the all-star game because because of team success. And obviously he puts up the numbers. What hasn't been been stated a lot, though, and people haven't been talking about, Devin Booker didn't start out like the season didn't start out as the Devin Booker we all know. He didn't start out like that. There was an adjustment period. Yeah, there was an adjustment period. So that is part of the first half of the season. Um, Do I think he's an all-star level player? For sure. But I don't really see anybody you could replace. I I think some would say CP3. I'm about to say – but this team hasn't had that success before CP3 got there. You could say the bubble success maybe, but... 100%. That's exactly why I, someone asked me that. They're like, okay, well, he's better than CP3. Look at his numbers. I'm like, yeah, but look at Chris Paul's value and what he brought Yeah, I don't know Phoenix. if he's more valuable than CP3. No, no, yeah, no. But, you know, for an all-star game, I'd rather probably watch Devin Booker than CP3, yeah. right? Like, for the aesthetics. But I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Chris has been valuable. I think their defense just got so much better because of Chris. Not because Chris is the greatest on-ball defender anymore. It's just that whatever team Chris goes to, he gets the team defense going. He's the guy communicating. He's the guy telling people where they have to be. And I think that brings so much value to a team. Agreed. You know? so, so, yeah. So I would have CP3 over, um, over Devin Booker. But uh, I would love to see Devin in the All-Star game because, you know, I think on the AC would have made it. You know, he probably would have made it over if there was a wild card with like Vucevic, right? You know, but he's in the West. I'm about to say, if it's a guard, I don't even know who does he make it over. Yeah, but they got some wild card. They got some wild cards in the reserves, you know? Right, right, right. There's some guys that he could have. I mean, with team success, you might be able to have him over Levine, but I don't even know if I would have him over Levine. Not this year. Yeah, I I like what Levine's doing. So he probably would be over Julius Randle. I know the the Knicks fans might get at me. But he, you know, he's in the West. It's tough in the West. Combo, you're in New York. How can you say that? <laughs> I'm not a Knicks fan. No, I'm a fan of no team, like my guy Zach says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the moment I've been waiting for. You get your rematch. I'll defend my title um, drafting these teams. You did not win last So, um, anyway, so we're going to get right into that draft. I do want to put my perfect Floyd Mayweather undefeated draft um, record to the, to the test. So we're going to draft – I think there was more people in the comments when I posted it saying that I won. I thought the poll said me, Combo. So we'll call it a draw. I think the comments will say you. The poll would say me. Mm, 
I don't remember that poll. You know what? I'm going to redo that poll. Redo it. Redo it. Bring it on. Bring it on. And then I'll we can. Put it on today. Because I know, I think I reposted. The poll said me. So maybe we're getting a little fan biased. The fan of your podcast, the fan of my podcast. So what we need is a mutual, a mutual. Um, so who are we going to get to post it? I'm not yeah, sure. I guess, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. And hit up, uh, hit up NBA.com. Yeah. And then Let we're going to say, hey, put this on there. Okay, so right now we'll call it a draw. So right now I'm like what? I'm like seven and zero oh and one. So I'm gonna put that draw on there. Yeah, I don't right know now. who you beat, but it wasn't me. But let's go. All right, let's get it. You want the first pick, right? So we're gonna throw that in there as a we're caveat. Doing, I thought we discussed this in the, in the uh, pre-production, pre-production, pre-production. Yeah, we're selecting between the all stars, the reserves, the starters. You have the list. Here's another thing: can we pick somebody that wasn't selected? Like, can D book go? No, right? Well, do you, let's. Do you want to replace Anthony Davis on the list with D book? Technically, we shouldn't because it's not official yet, right? I'm just trying to put everything out there. I just want to know. Well, I don't. That's a good point because you, that pick wouldn't be worth any value because he's not playing. That's true. So, so what do we do? Do we, that's a tough one. So what are we doing here? Let's as this is this is the MVP show. I don't want to. I don't want to be a dictator here. And then if I win this draft, you're going to blame it on me changing, bending the rules. So, so you think that's what I'm doing now? Putting the ball on your court so I can make an excuse. You think I'm an excuse maker? That's what you think I do, Max? If if I get your consent, I say we replace Anthony Davis with D Book. But in another sense, once we post this, they're gonna, not that we you know not that we care about the trollers, but they'd be like D Book's not an all star. <laughs> <laughs> so then whoever picks the book is going to get like the you know demoted by whoever's looking who's yeah, you're right yeah we're, we're setting ourselves up for failure okay so this is this, this is tough, tough yeah as commissioner of yeah, the, gotta, of the max commissioner call here yeah as the max van auken podcast um i would say that we're probably going to have to scratch his name out and we might just have to go with what they have and just look at Anthony Davis as a player that he is. Maybe not for the actual game, right? Does no, because then when you look at the trollers, they're going to say, "Okay, your team is playing, and Anthony Davis isn't playing." So considering he's not playing, I like so your you're team. Four, they're going to say you're playing four or five now. Yeah, exactly. Like so, so okay. So this is what I think. <laughs> this is what I think we do. I think we. I say we replace him for D book, and I think honestly that may make a lot of people happy because a lot of people were mad that D book wasn't playing. Sure, let's do it, Max. Okay, all right. Well, I'm making that executive decision. So we're going to put D book in replace of Anthony Davis for everyone listening. Because so we're going to get the trollers either way, but that's fine. Yeah, bring it on, bring it on. We don't we don't have um, burner accounts. You can at me at Max Van Auken or Combos Court. That's a that's a fact. So there that's we go. True. So you but, get the now you have the list of all stars in front of you, correct? I have the yep. Yeah, I actually have my other computer. My other computer rolling right now. It's You're right big here. time. You have two computers. I have a notebook. Yep. I'm, I'm doing it the old way, the old school way. I, no, and I write, hey, Max, I write a lot of stuff down. <laughs> Let me show you. I got, I got, look, I got a bunch. I got a, you know, I got. Your old school and new school. I like yeah, it. I got it all. But okay. um, yeah, I got the, I got, I got it out here. All right. So out. you get the first pick of the 2021 combo MVP draft. Uh, the floor is yours. You have a minute, sir. I have a minute, so I'm going to take the full minute. No, <laughs> um, who I think is the best player in the world, LeBron James, who I'm taking with his number one pick. Right. Kevin Durant. That makes sense. Now, he's an awesome all-star player. He's awesome. Max, I know what I'm doing over here. I know what I'm doing. Well, then, you know, by all means, I'm going to take the best player in the world, and I'm going to go okay. with LeBron James. 
Is that who you would have went with with the first pick? Absolutely. Okay. Don't get it twisted, Combo. Okay, okay. We selected the captains. That makes sense. Yeah, we selected. Yeah, that does make sense, actually, doesn't it? Yep. Team Braun, Team KD. It wouldn't have made sense if they were both on the same team. Yeah, that is true. Who do you think I'm going with this one? Probably your guy. Okay, now here we go. I will go with Luka Doncic. Your guy. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. I like that. I like that. But you know what? I, you might not have took him second, so maybe I should have went with I wouldn't else, have. It's all right. I wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. That's you see, I should have thought about it. It's okay though. Go ahead. Now there's two players that I want pretty much over this guy, but I don't want you to take this guy next. So I'm gonna say him. A little defense. Um, no, I'm going Steph Curry. Ah, that's who I was gonna take. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm going Steph. <laughs> that's who I was gonna. That's funny, bro. That's funny. Come on, you giving me LeBron and Steph, the two most valuable players in the league. That's insane. All right, I gotta go with Joel Embiid. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you. Yeah. That makes sense. You're going the best big in the game right now. Um, yeah. No, that's tough. Now, which route do I want to go? There's two players that are better than this player, but if you go, well, that means you're not going to take. You're not going to go that route. So if you're not going to go that route. I'm going to go Giannis. Not who I was going to go with next. Thank you. That's fine. I know you're taking next, but I'll still go with James Harden, a non-starter. He isn't starting. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Good one. Good one. I like it. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking for the podcast audience. I I, I highly suggest you down, you subscribe to the YouTube page because this is pretty intense. You can see the sweat right off Combo's forehead. Yeah, this is – yeah, I'm sweating. The Combo's Court Studios is a little cool, so I'm not actually sweating, <laughs> but – This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. Oh, this is tough. I know who I want. You're not going oh. to go with this. So I'm going to go with Kawhi. I'm taking – which I probably never told anybody this before. The person I respect most in the NBA – Dame Lillard. Oh, I like that. I like that pick. Yeah, I got a lot of MVP candidates right here, Max. I got a lot. You do realize who you're talking to right now. I have literally. And and then when LeBron doesn't even show up to this All Star game, I'm really gonna win. (laughs) I have a four time MVP, a two time MVP, the reigning back to back MVP on my team, and the Finals MVP. So I'm. I mean, I'm just let's not throw around the MVP. Turn around loosely on the MVP podcast. You like that pick, though. I think you like my last couple picks. No, I do. Uh, Lillard, I love Lillard. I think he's. I have to go. Jokic. I needed a big. I just wanted to make sure you didn't get the other two. So yeah, you know they would. You you know they would have killed me if I had Jokic and Embiid. Exactly. Playing. So I knew you weren't going to do that. So I'm like, I need Giannis and I need Kawhi, and I didn't want you to get those guys. I knew you weren't going to pick Jokic. So I got the arguably. Who do you think's better right, you think's better right now? I was about to say that's a discussion. That needs to be had because Embiid's better defensively, but when you talk about pure impact on the game, I don't think you can deny Jokic's value because Embiid's impact, we're seeing, he's always been a talented player, but Embiid this season, you can argue maybe because of Doc is the reason why he's having the breakout year. 
Never questioning his yeah. talent, but Jokic has consistently had this type of value. We saw it last season in the bubble, the season before that. Obviously, he's getting better and better, but Jokic's impact on the game, especially in 2021, the way the game is played, I think he has greater value. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. All right, so a lot of these starters have been gone, but not all of them. Um, Defensively, we're a juggernaut right now. We may, la- I mean, shooting. Nobody got, cares about defense. In the we have the grip. Well, hey, the final minute, we all saw what happened was LeBron versus Team Giannis. There was yeah. defense being played. Yeah, you saw what happened. Embiid destroyed and Giannis disappeared. I, I hope you remember that part of it. But I also have Steph. So we have shooting. He's going to pull up from the logo in an all-star game. I was going to take Steph with, with that. That was a good pick. I appreciate it. But that. I got Dame, though. You do. Logo Dame. Um. Oh, so it's my turn? Yes, we we have our five. I have Braun, Steph, Giannis, Kawhi, Jokic. There's two guys I want to take here. Okay. But you know what? I'm going to go with Kyrie. Okay. I see, I, what you, I see what you did there, the Brooklyn Big Three all on your team. I see what you did there. I think you're, gonna, uh, I think you're not going to take the next guy I want. So What you're doing is you're trying to win the Brooklyn fan base to get you more votes in the poll. I see what you're doing. Nice move. Well played. I think they're just three of the best players in the league. Well played. Um, If you were a smart guy, I know who you take, but. If I'm a smart guy, ooh. Hmm. A little trash. Well, you're smart in this instance. If you were smart in this instance, is that more politically correct for you, Max? Oh, I, I, you are you are you are a smart guy. I I encourage trash talk, so this isn't getting to me. Um, I would say. There's multiple people I can go with this combo. Nah, nah. There's one person. Oh, that got to him. I got him there. Now he's thinking. I have defense, so I'm not worried about defense. Right now, I just need more scoring and shooting. You have Kyrie. Um, so what I'm probably going to go with, you're not going to go with this guy because you already have two of those. I'm going to go with my guy, Levine. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like Levine a lot, but the guy I'm about to pick is a little bit better. I was him and Beal. That's the two people I was going by. This guy's actually better than both of them. D-Book? Paul George. Ah, that's debatable. That's debatable. That's the no, right now. Don't don't believe don't believe the bubble stuff. Don't, don't I, I'm not don't believing in, you with that. I'm not Paul, believing in that. Paul, Paul George Paul George is a better all around player than both of them. He just is. Defensively, just, absolutely. Offensively, no, 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 no. no. Just basketball player. He just is, man. I, I I would agree. I just would say. Were you thinking about Paul George? No, actually, I was not because yeah. I have defense. I have Giannis and I have Kawhi. And so I'm not, I needed shooting and I need like explosiveness and scoring. That's Levine. He's dynamic, but I like Levine. Yeah. Yeah. And he's no, he's, he's no Paul George though. He's having a better season. Let's just, let's just call it spade a spade though. Well, it's close when you look at team success. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's kind of apples uh, and oranges because yeah. Levine's he's, like the man. Sometimes, sometimes you have to put in consideration who's the, actually the better basketball player yeah i would say paul george is the my only thing is i just want to be confident 
that my guy is going to show up. And I'm not I'm being serious. Like I'm not trying to tear him down here, but he has in the biggest moment this year. I think he will. I think the Clippers are the biggest threat to the Lakers. I know a lot of people book are it. buying Utah stock. Book it, Max. Okay, I hear you. Talking about book. Hmm. Let's see here. Oh yeah. Um, oh wait. So who do I? So wait. I'm up, right? No, no, no. Are you trying to sneak into pick on me here? You you have seven players. I have six. So, uh, my seventh pick of the 2021 MVP combo draft would be. I should pick this guy, but I'm not going to pick this guy. I want to pick this guy because I think he's going to show out in the All-Star game. I'm going to pick Zion. That's a cool one. Yeah. Can you can you tell me my team back? For yeah, me? I would love to. So you have KD, Luka, okay. Embiid, okay. Harden, okay. Lillard, okay. Kyrie, and PG-13. Okay. I'm going to take Ben Simmons. You know what? I should have took Beal because you're not going to take Ben next. Yep. You messed I'm going to take Beal. No, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> it's submitted. Oh, man. Whatever. Go ahead. I'm taking Bradley like Beal. That's who I'm <laughs> taking. I needed shooting, scoring, give me a watch. I, 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 mean, I, I, I already had Harden, KD. Yeah, you didn't need him. Yeah, you need a, you yeah. need a Simmons guy. So I, I needed another shooter, another scorer. I have Levine and Beal. So no, I like it. I like it. I, I like appreciate it. it. Right. Pick number nine. It's getting down to the wire now. I got Ann Davis. So D book. No, I got Ann Davis. Oh, we're not. I can't pick Ann Davis. Well, I, I thought that we we came to a conclusion as executive decision that we're scratching out Anthony Davis yeah, for D book. Now we're doing this. All right, you know, Jalen Brown could play some small ball four, right? Yeah, because right? right now I'm Is dominating the paint. Right now, I have Giannis, Jokic, and Zion in the paint. So you need I some help. Bead. And I got Durant was one of the best rim protectors when he played for the Warriors. Uh, Durant's the second best basketball player in the world. He's not guarding Zion in the paint. You never know. Come on, man. And he's not guarding Giannis in the paint. He just got to keep his hands high. Zion struggles with length sometimes. Zion is 285, though. Well, let me see who we got. Um... I'm liking my team. I feel great. I'm going to sleep well tonight. So wait, all the starters are selected, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You want me to tell you who's available? I'll take uh yeah, tell me who's available. So we have I mean I I got it right here pretty much. I, I mean I I'll tell you it's Rudy, um, D Book, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Julius Randall, Vucevic, right? Yep. Um you said Donovan Mitchell? I'll take I'll take Jalen Brown. Okay. I like Jalen Brown. I'm gonna take this guy because um he adds value. Let's shout out to our guy, Rashad, how he talks about arguably the most valuable player in the league. Um, I need another point guard. You know, when Steph needs to take a break and Braun doesn't feel like playing point guard anymore, I'm going to go Chris Paul. That's a good one. Appreciate that. Thank you. Who we got left? Uh, so right now we have Donovan Mitchell, Julius Rando, Jason Tatum, Vucevic, and D. Book and Rudy Gobert. I'm liking my team. I'm liking my team I'll right take, now. I'll take Julius Randle. Taking Randle because we got a we got yeah we got Durant, we got Durant already. We don't, we don't need Tatum. I just like the leadership. I have solid rocks in my locker room. You know, That's emotionally, um, physically, mentally available. So 
Anyway. So, I mean, when LeBron doesn't show up, I win automatically. I, honestly, I feel confident. I feel confident that our team would pick it up. But anyway, so here we go. You pick Julius Randle. It's like you don't want to pick this guy in an all-star game, but he really would dominate your paint, the paint. What you got? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to go that route. Made a slight adjustment. Talked to my team. Um, I'm going to go Tatum. I know you're not a big Tatum guy. I'm not. I just, I don't need D-Book. I already have Levine, and I already have Bradley Beal. Like, I just, obviously I have okay. Steph. So. so who I got left? Uh, you got Vooch, Gobert, D-Book. I like D-Book, but I don't know. I don't feel like you're on the trolls. You know what? I'm going to take D-Book because, not that I, I only have two options, but also I think he's going to feel a little bit disrespected. And these are one of those games where okay, I don't you don't want to pick me as an all star. I'm going to show I you. Zach, I think Zach Levine's going to go off. That's what I think's going to go off. I remember that conversation we had earlier. So I you like kind of your friends close, your enemies closer. So I remember what you said there. Took it into account, and that's why I used my sixth overall pick. How in the world do we have one pick left? How did that happen? I don't know. This is this is the MVP podcast first. Your team is KD, Luca, Embiid, Harden, Lillard, Kyrie, PG thirteen, Simmons, Brown, Randall, and Gobert. Mine is Braun. We have left. Who hasn't got picked? Vooch. So does that mean I who pick first? You do. So I guess you get Vooch. Can I take AD? He's replaced with D book. That's fine. I have that. I technically have that pick. So I mean, if AD changes mine and got healthy, I technically have AD. I'll take Vooch. Okay, so you have 12 players. I have 11 players. I don't know how that happened, but. All right. Um, watch him hit like a game-winner tip-in. But so, yes, yeah, so then I have Braun, Steph, Giannis, Kwai, Jokic, Levine, Zion, Beal, Chris Paul, Tatum, D-Book. Wow, my team really destroys you. I was actually feeling the exact opposite. That's funny. That's what I love about the game of basketball, you know. That was a good draft combo. You gave me a run for my money there. I appreciate it. This will definitely be a uh, a fun All-Star game. To your point, it's going to be fun to just watch all the guys that, that play. I know it seems like the All-Star game got painted in a picture where it's like, oh, they shouldn't even have had it. And you can make that case that they shouldn't have had it. But at the end of the day, we're all going to enjoy watching them all play. So I'm excited. It's been real. It's been real, Combo. I appreciate you coming on. And thank you for letting me get 45 minutes of your busy time. So where can people find you on Instagram, Twitter, check out your podcast? You know the drill. You could find me on Instagram at one two combo. That's O N H E W O C O M B O. Uh, Combos Court on Twitter. Not as active on there, but I retweet all my episodes on there. Yeah, uh, you know you, the Combos Court podcast. You could find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and a bunch of other podcast platforms. Thanks to Max for having me back on the show, man. Really appreciate you, Max. Yes, sir. Combo. I know the drill. Um, I'll take a picture, send this all to you. We'll put it out. So, guys, please check him out on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you feel like you want to vote on my page, Instagram and Twitter, it's Max Van. And also, Arkin. yeah, you could, you know, you could, you could, you know, they should leave a review for you and vote there. I appreciate that. That'd be that. a good way to do it. I think so too. I appreciate that. Great idea. Yeah, I'm glad we could put our differences to the side. So, combo, thank you for coming you don't on have to any the real show. Max. <laughs> Anytime you want to come on the show, you know you're more than welcome. Thank you, and then uh, until next time, talk soon. 
appreciate you having me on your platform. Talk soon, man. Combo Nation appreciates you all. Thank you to everyone who listens to Combo's Court across the globe. And big shouts to Max for having me back on his platform, the MVP. Make sure you go subscribe to the MVP podcast. And also, man, let me know how you feel about this episode right in the comments section of your Apple podcast Apple, wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Be on the lookout for episode 246, Combo out.